Good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and today I have with me an amazing woman, and we are going to have a great conversation about self-development and personal development, and I want to introduce to you all Sasha. Hey, Sasha. Hey, Anika. Thank you for having me. How are you doing today? I am good. I'm a little chilly, but I cannot complain. Um, can you tell listeners who you are and what you do? I come from a business management background. So a lot of the work that I focus on has to do with management consulting and strategy, where I partner up with different forms of leadership and go into organizations. Uh, prior to Sasha Talks, I used to work with third-party organizations. Now and then I may spend some time just to learn. Otherwise, I do management consulting and spiritual counseling. And with the spiritual counseling, it has to do more with the self-development aspect of humans learning how to connect within themselves in order to have a better experience living life on this planet Earth. I love that because the thing about spiritual counseling is a lot of people run from it because they think that it's in depth and they think that it's spooky and they think that, you know, that it, you have to be a certain caliber of person to, to tap into it. Can you explain a little bit more about what it means to be, um, to work on spiritual development and how you, you help people kind of tap into that part of themselves? Sure. And before I do share, I should let people know that there are many different aspects of it and how people approach it. So it is open to interpretation and perception. For me, spirituality was something that was innate. I was born into it. I didn't come to understand it until I was as young as elementary age from ages five and up. And it doesn't mean that every person who claims to be spiritual may have those similar uh, gifts or abilities Mm -hmm. as I have applied for people because it also falls under the metaphysical realm where it's uh, scientifically proven. So according to the law, it falls under entertainment. Now, when I talk about spirituality, it has to do with learning how to build a relationship with yourself. And there's no specific dogma that you have to adhere to in order to feel validated. It's more natural. It's go with the flow. It's organic. And sometimes people feel really uncomfortable using the word spirituality because you can't be religious and spiritual. And the work that I do on Sasha Talks focuses on the human condition. So it doesn't matter to me what labels are attached to any man, woman out there. Uh, Religion is between man and man. Faith is between man and our creator. And spirituality can coexist with religion. I know there are people who say, if you ask them if they're religious, they'll say, well, I'm more of a spiritual being. Mm -hmm. And that may have to do with that. They're more connected through other people, their environment, and how they go about succeeding in life. And coping is more fluid than adhering to certain principles. Because religion can be more organized. Spirituality is very fluid. And uh, some people may say that's a very diplomatic uh, response, but spirituality is similar to faith. It's very unique to each individual, and you engage in it to the degree that you feel comfortable. But I will say that similar to self-development, it is a lot of work, but good work pays off. You don't get to control when, but the effort does pay off. It's similar to 
if you like to work out, you don't have to go to the gym to be healthy. There are many different ways of reaching that goal. And per se, some people view it as a destination. I view it as an ongoing learning process. There's no right and wrong, but there is accountability in life. And we have to learn from it. And even in spiritual counseling, I throw that accountability back in the seeker's lap. And you know what? That's absolutely true because the thing about that is that no one can do the work for you. It is self-driven and it is, um, it is based on self-commitment. And as you said, you get what you put out, you know, you get out of it what you put in it. Exactly. And that is something that at times people fail to understand or maybe they, they choose to overlook it because in the society that we live in today, everything is served through the means of convenience. And if you want something and you don't get it immediately, you start, one may start pouting. People don't know how to cope or I want it now. Maybe if I had more money, I could get the same thing. Money is a tool like any other. It's not a bad thing, but every tool out there could make our lives better or Mm -hmm. it could decrease that connection that we have and the purpose that we're meant to actualize in this life. Because if you want something, intention is great, but intention has to be backed up with belief, belief slash faith, meaning believing in the outcome that you have no signs of validating at this moment in time. And action, people plan their lives out and they spend so much time mentally uh, putting that energy behind it, but they don't take any action. And then they say, well, How come nothing's happening? Because you are not putting things in motion and we have to be active participants of living life. We can't play it safe. It's inevitable. We're all going to go through heartbreak, disappointment. We may end up mourning relationships, opportunities. Um, I come from an upbringing where I benefited from having many adults in my family that I've seen money come, I've seen money go, I've seen loss, I've seen gain that you can't take anything for granted you Mm. make the most of what you have and one point i'd like to stress is there are many people that i come across and they say i wish i could have this it's great to wish but if you're not grateful for what you have today you're not going to be any happier or grateful when you get that wish if you do get it Mm -hmm. that is absolutely true it Absolutely. Can you explain how spirituality enhances uh, personal performance in life, relationships, and career? I know that's something that you, you enforce. Can you tell listeners how you help people with that? Sure. Well, for I could speak on behalf of myself. One of the things with spiritual development that overlaps significantly with self-development, if you're doing self-development, it doesn't mean you have to engage in spirituality, but there could be a overlap, was working to understand my preferences, learning how to become more honest with myself, that when we advocate certain people, whether it's close friends, family, people that we care about, we don't want to see them fail, but we don't want to gloss over any liabilities or when we are disrespected and go, okay, well, I'm not going to speak up because this person is having a bad day. There's a time and place and context that we have to understand in relationships, but it's also a matter of self-respect. 
when things keep on happening in our path and we don't speak up, there's usually an unhealthy side effect. And people around me, and I've seen this in some of my clients when I, uh, when I do spiritual counseling, they build resentment and they, they start projecting those unhealthy attitudes and emotions towards people around them. And then when I ask them, how come you didn't speak up? Because they didn't want to look bad. And that affects all of us because we interact with people the moment we walk out of our home. And even if we don't walk out, we have loved ones that we coexist with. Strangers, acquaintances, friendships, coworkers, networking contacts, acquaintances. Maybe when you're traveling, you meet a stranger. We're constantly interacting with people. And in order to enhance and improve our communication skills and how we emote and how we cope, it's important to also spend time within ourselves with learning what makes me uncomfortable, what makes me comfortable, uh, what can I do better, what do I want to manifest in my life, how will I have to improve myself, make myself a better person. The thing is, people are really quick to point fingers outside of them at people, but there are four fingers pointing back at them and they don't want to take accountability or they're not ready to make those changes in their how, life to move forward. How do you think, what, what do you think helps people get to that point? You know, because what you just said is the problem that the majority of people have. They may know that they need to make change, but they have no idea how to take those first steps. What, what do you suggest um, would help people in doing that? Well, for some people, I know that they reach a breaking point where they just throw their hands up in the air and then you go, what now? I think I fell under that category because I kept on seeing patterns and I said, okay, I'm getting tired of the view. Something has to change and it will mm -hmm. begin from within me. Uh, mm -hmm. For other people, they have the interest and you could tell when they're genuinely ready to take, move forward and then they start seeking out sources from reading to acquiring information even through people and I tell people that you don't have to come to me but whoever and it will take a lot of people to get you to where you may want to be it takes a village to raise each one of us out there whether we give them credit or not mm -hmm. and yeah. we learn from everyone and make sure that before you go seeking guidance and advice that you've done your homework I mean, don't go seeking somebody for the wrong reasons that they're going to connect you to this person and you're going to get money and you're going to be happy till the end of time. Are you willing to grow for the right reasons? Because when people take steps to move forward for the wrong ones or for the superficial reasons, they're not able to maintain those results. Mm. They need to really understand. Like, for example... Uh, at one point, I, I've helped a few people with weight loss, and they sought me out even though they knew that was not my primary specialty in their spiritual counseling. I recall, and this is a discussion I've had a few times, where people could lose the weight because mm -hmm. they follow a certain prescription, but they're mm -hmm. not able to maintain it, and exactly. there's a reason behind it, because the body and the mind are disconnected. If you really believe in yourselves, down to your soul that this is a lifestyle that you want to adhere to and be healthy, you're going to really 
make the effort and it goes beyond the actions the belief the mind and the body have to be in alignment if one of them is out of alignment it's only a matter of time that we may fall back into our old patterns mm -hmm. hmm. similar yeah. goes to love and relationships do we learn from our relationships in order to nurture the one that may be next in our path it's so interesting that you say that because a lot of people don't see the correlation between behavioral patterns in relationships and business and self-esteem and self-concept and they actually go along the same lines like you said with the the mind and the body being aligned and you know in changing or in enforcing change you have to make that commitment and be willing to change those patterns because they will overlap into the other areas if you don't make the appropriate adjustments. Yes, yeah, especially with people in relationships because for the amount of time I spend around strangers, I could tell whether it's in a professional environment or social or just day to day when certain individuals are struggling and without them even opening their mouth or sharing anything i could tell their personal lives are a hot mess mm -hmm. and it is leading <laughs> into their professional performance exactly and i find it to be sad because assistance is available but i withhold judgment but i am compassionate but people have to be willing to make those changes some people are really stubborn anika believe me i have met them <laughs> and I, why did you come to me? Because I will not engage anyone probably after the second session or third worst case scenario, if they are still brooding over, they're not ready to let go. Mm -hmm. You have to be ready to work with any professional or a group of people or any healthy resource to help you trudge along. And it is baby steps. So if people think they're coming to me and they're going to, unload all of their problems and walk out after a session or within 24 hours everything will be fixed sasha is not your husband or your wife or your boss you still have to know how to maintain those relationships and build them nurture them uh, we can't build stuff without putting in the time without making the effort to get to know people and that doesn't mean tell me your secrets it tells me uh, what matters to you? How do you respond exactly. best? What do you mm -hmm. like to avoid? And I will do my best to uh, coexist and accommodate. There has to be respect in relationships because if there's no respect, people check out emotionally and soon that bleeds into other parts of their lives. Okay, and to that point, um, what, what do you do? How do you work with people in enhancing their businesses? Um, you know, you talk about change in relationships and commitment, and it's funny because I was at that point where I wanted to help everybody that I knew needed help, but I didn't realize they have to actually want the help and be committed because <laughs> otherwise the professional is working harder than the client. And, um, and, and to that point, what, what is it that you do? What is your, your strategy in working with people to um, enhance their business and, and running their businesses? I would, well, the strategies are customized in some aspects 
the clients need to learn, whether it's an entity or an individual. And I tell them it all comes back to you. Like, what type of relationship do you have with yourself? Because when new businesses come out, they get very excited with all of the tools available from social media to spending X amount of money to hear your name on radio. And I'm sure it feels good mm-hmm. for them. And I tell them, you don't have to keep up with the Joneses. You don't have to do everything to mimic other people and what your competitors are doing. Yes. Because similar to individuals, it's only a matter of time you're going to deviate from your true values and principles to live somebody else's life. Now, you could do that as an individual, but it's even worse when you mimic your business and compare it to somebody else and find out later that, wait, um, we want it to be unique, then why are mm-hmm. you listening to all of the noise? That is one of the challenges. People need to learn how to filter the noise from the outside. Just because so-and-so said so doesn't make it okay. Uh, just because you pay X amount of money to acquire information, it doesn't mean that you have to apply it and you have to blindly follow it. A lot of people, they mean well, they're hardworking people, but there is a lot of bad information out there, online, offline. And unfortunately, that information also comes through in the form of people. So it goes back to you are the company that you keep. Uh, are you a person of faith? Are you a disciplined individual? Are you determined? Entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart because mm-hmm. I, I remember when I started out, Um, Of course, I was also working odd jobs, but in order to acquire consistency and understanding the market and foot traffic and all of that, I mean, online traffic, it took took time. And people think, okay, just because I don't like my boss, I'm going to go out and start a business. You're not, you're running from a problem. You're not solving a problem. And that's not the healthiest way to get rid of a boss because soon you're going to have to work through new relationships and what are you going to do just abandon them you can't keep running from yourself eventually you have to face the music and you want to face the music in a way where you're actually enjoying dancing to the beats over time i'm i'm hearing so many parallels between the business relationships the personal relationships and spirituality and so it's funny because a lot of people will try to work on one element of their life and then deviate from the others. But you're actually saying that there is synchronization in, in building relationships and being authentic and not trying to copy what you see and focus on, you know, the external information and, and pace of the world, but to actually tap in and work from the inside out. Right. Because I've, do you believe that genuine businesses or that have been managed exceptionally well, even medium and large size organizations, they're able to sustain themselves. Of course, businesses exist first to make a profit in order to continue operating, but there are good organizations out there. And then there are some organizations I do question they should have been shut down a long time ago. Mm-hmm. because uh, there are people who will not move forward in life until they get that pink slip or they are forced to get out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And then there are those who are risk takers and they look at it as I believe in myself enough that no matter what happens, I'll be fine. 
but you need to have that grit and there's no fixed formula that you have to live a certain lifestyle, wake up at a certain time, adhere to a certain health and wellness in order to be successful. Everyone is different, but in order to figure that out for each individual, you need to spend time alone and also make sure that every time something happens in your life, you don't rely on friends and family because they're not the ones picking up the pieces when things don't go well in your life. There has to be accountability and don't go seeking, uh, I would say, advice from people just to validate yourself. But you don't get behind your own decision. That is an issue. Very true. Very true. Because I'm stuck on you saying not running to friends and family um, to, to bail you out and for validation because you have to have accountability in yourself. That, that resonates with me because a lot of times that's the first thing that people do is um, the woe is me concept. But when you're building business and you're moving forward and you're, you are taking risk and you're trying to, to find yourself, I, I guess is a good way of saying it, you have to be responsible. Yes. When I look back in hindsight, I recall around the age of 13, my dad have told me that I'm not going to have any parachute. I have to go create my own. And uh, of course, I can look back and laugh about it today. But when I heard that, I thought that's ridiculous. <laughs> but I literally grew up without a parachute that I had to come up. And it instills a lot of life learning yes. and also confidence in the process because there's going to be a lot of pain, sweat, and tears. But you, But it will take a lot more to shake you up you become a stronger pillar yes yes it definitely builds resilience and and the more you get used to adversity and the more you you find yourself and you build your confidence the the harder um the harder you stand you know and and that's really important can you tell listeners um how they can uh reach you in in getting your your services and your assistance Sure. Uh, the fastest way would be going to sashatalks.com. You're welcome to check it out. It's going through a little bit of a upgrade. And on the contact page, you could just send me a hello. I love that. And do you have any, any tips and tools from Sasha? Takeaways. My takeaways are more metaphorical today. It would be be yourself believe in your mission and your goals and remember that just because even on a day where the phone doesn't ring you don't get that email and you feel that things aren't moving there are shifts happening in the background but they will continue moving in your favor but you must maintain your belief without belief the outcome has no value mm. i love it i love it well, I want to thank you for being with us today. I I can just imagine, you know, um, having a session with you because you, <laughs> I feel like you don't leave um, room for error. You kind of, you, you, you definitely demand that accountability and you're straight talk. You're straight talk. Like straight up, it is what it is. And this is what, what, 
you need to do and this is how it needs to be. And a lot of people need that because, you know, in this business or in any business or in, you know, spiritual counseling or personal development, I think, you know, as we grow and mature, that's what a lot of people are looking for. And some people don't even know that they need it and don't know where to get it. And I kind of get that from you. <laughs> well, thank you. There are rare moments where I have to be nice about my message and the recipient isn't ready to hear it, that I become inarticulate <laughs> in the process. And I know that happens once in a blue moon. And then they're like, you could have been more articulate. And I said, you could barely handle my first sentence. <laughs> you know. I can be very direct, but in a compassionate and loving manner. But sometimes people really take you for that ride and I'm ready to jump out of the car. But I do come from a place of tough love. <laughs> I'm laughing because I relate because I needed it, because I've had it, because I recognize it and I love it. Because, you know, it's a challenge and some people need that. You know, they, they don't need that room for error and that woo woo because sometimes they'll take it. And so I'm laughing because you're absolutely right and I can visualize it. And I just hope that more people tap into it because you know, when you have the right person that's guiding you and it's coaching you, you know, the, <laughs> the opportunities are endless. And so I really hope that listeners take heed and that they really tap into, I can tell your wealth of information and your experience because it just comes across, it resonates. Thank you. And I will say that between you and I, we bring a lot of life experience and it's not about reading a book and going out preaching. That's not the business I'm in. Mm -hmm. But I do also come from the school of hard knocks, regardless of credentials. And that is yes. what allows us to bond with other people, the human experience. So thank you for having me today. It is definitely my, my pleasure. It definitely. I, and I love it. I love it because you're absolutely right. And that's what builds proper rapport. And that's what makes change. So, yes. Wonderful. Thank you for being here, Sasha. I really appreciate thank it. You. All right, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson. Stay powerful. <laughs>